G'day guys, thanks for listening to the Noob Spiro podcast today and joining the illustrious Turbo and I in studio. Now, I don't know about you, but I love to save money on spearfishing equipment. When I want to buy a spear gun, there's nothing I like better than saving $20. That's right, you can use the code noobspiro at spearfishing.com.au to save $20 on all purchases over $200. You can also visit Adreno in their physical stores in Melbourne, Sydney or Brisbane. Check out a huge range of equipment and get advice from more than 60 underwater equipment experts. That's right, support the Noob Spiro podcast by shopping with our sponsor, spearfishing.com.au and thank you for joining us today. G'day guys, welcome to today's Noob Spiro podcast. If you've been listening for a long time or you're just joining us today, thanks for tuning in and listening to our show. Now today we've got a 101 where Turbo and I basically do a deep dive into one specific topic. Now this is sort of slightly out of the ordinary because normally we're just interviewing people from all over the world, but today is a deep dive into how to increase your bottom time basically. So we've got six tips. It's probably slightly more than that, and uh, but they're probably not quite what you're thinking, so stick around and listen in for that. Before we get started, I've got a few announcements. Now, New Sparrow's podcast, our, ma- our major sponsor, Adreno, at spearfishing.com.au, you've got their Easter sale starting. That starts on the 25th of March, and uh, you know they've got a huge range of equipment, and it's, it's already normally a good price. With the Easter sale, it's absolutely unbelievable, some of the, the deals you can pick up. You can still use the code Noob Sparrow. Uh, and save another 20 bucks on all purchases over 200 so head over to spearfishing.com.au and take advantage of that. Now also, we picked up Speared Apparel as a sponsor for the last three episodes of the New Sphere podcast. Uh, Aaron Chase over there at, at Speared organised a code just for you guys. It's save 10% by pumping in the code Noobers at checkout over at speardapparel.com. They jumped on for three episodes just to support us and I uh, really appreciate that. So thanks for joining us guys. So yeah, speardapparel.com. Go and pump in the code Noobers to save some cash on all sorts of things over there. Apparel, the Novo wetsuit, get in have a look all right next bunch of announcements the world freshwater spearfishing champs are on over in lake mead in las vegas nevada now you can find out a little bit more about them at freshwaterworlds.com they've also got a facebook page um i've got some details here mike mcguire is ho- uh, was helping to organize the event he's going to join us for an interview shortly on the show hopefully but um the event's held on may the 18th and 19th like I said, in Lake Mead, Las Vegas. And uh, there's some really good feedback about this event. Um, some of the Hawaiian guys who you think probably dive some of the most pristine water in the world um, rant and rave about how awesome it is. It says, one guy says, Lake Mead is probably the most beautiful lake you could possibly spearfish in. Shallow reefs with gravel bars, drop-offs, deep pinnacles, etc. Crystal clear water, and depending on the season, not to mention huge striped bass. He says, being from Hawaii, we dream of diving in Lake Mead. And uh, he was sort of shooting down this guy that was criticising freshwater spearfishing. Now, we've also interviewed Rob Gates, who who's, who was a prolific freshwater spearo, and it's, it's, not to be, uh, it's not to be taken lightly. It's a, it's a legitimate sport, so check them out at freshwaterworlds.com. All right, next bunch of announcements. We had a bunch of shout-outs from guys, so I'll hook into them. So one shout out from a guy, Johnny Riggs on Facebook, who just said um, he's heading down to Destin, Fort Walton next month in Florida, and he was asked for a bit of advice. Uh, I pointed him in hopefully the right direction, so cheers for that, Johnny. Uh, Gypsy Spiro on Insta, shouted out to Turbo. He said, hey lads, picked up the sport two years ago. 
and for the first year you were my only Sparrow mates. Uh, taught me so much, especially the ethics. Still a noob and awkward as all F, but the little development I've made, I attribute 30% to the podcast. Much respect, it's so funny too, you do an amazing job of it. Slaved my guts out the past year chasing Bluefin off the trailer boat, finally cracked it on Friday off home waters in Victoria. Ecstasy and relief, don't stop your good work representing for noobs. So cheers for that Gypsy Spiro, it's a mad, uh, mad little write up you did for us. Last shout out was from Sven Franklin. He writes in, Hey Shrek, just wanted to say I love the podcast. Listen to every episode and you guys have helped me learn heaps in no time at all. He said he was listening to episode 50 while he was typing the email. He said, started being a spirit at the start of the year and have come a long way with a lot of help from you guys and from the club I joined called Club Spearfish in Melbourne. And I got me a mentor. Don't mistake me though, I'm a Kiwi living over here too. And he had a couple of he had a recommendation for a guest we should interview and send in a pick as well, which we always love. Um, so thanks for that, Sven Franklin down there in Melbourne. Awesome, bro. Good to hear you uh, hitting some fish and uh, and having a ball of it. So anyway, without further ado, we're going to get into today's episode: six tips to increase your bottom time with the illustrious Turbo and yours truly. G'day and welcome to today's episode of the Noob Spiro. It's a one-on-one. It's a one-on-one. It's a one-on-one with one-on-one with you, our intimate yeah. listener. All right, but it's a one-on-one episode. And we, go on, take over. <laughs> go on, take over. And we just want to get one-on-one with you to help you improve your bottom time. This is based on a blog post that mostly Turbo wrote, and I helped out a little bit apparently. So now I can see what you've done here. You've gone down here and you've sabotaged me in the end. <laughs> this is just this typical The Shrek. blog post is called Six Actionable Tips to Increase Your Bottom Time. Turbo hated the title, so he just called it Six Tips to Increase Your Bottom Time. So anyway, here's some practical information to help get you down and improve your spearfishing. Now, a lot of guys think that um, improving their bottom time is this magic formula where you learn this special breathing technique. All of a sudden, you're like abracadabra and Houdini, you land on the bottom and you hold your breath for five minutes. Um, unfortunately, spearfishing is not like that. It takes you know quite a number of years for, um, for guys to get down at depth and start holding some of these big bottom times that we witness on YouTube. And uh, so this, this blog post is more written about just small practical things that you can do to just slowly improve your bottom time. And uh, so with that note, Turbo, you want to get started? All right. Tip number one of the six tips to increase your bottom time. Tip number one, relax. Yeah? You relax, mate. So, uh, all right. <laughs> Just relax. Um, You've lost it. All right. So, uh, you're heading out in the boat. Um, r- relaxation before you get in the water is very, very important. Gets the heart rate down. Gets your head in the game. So, um, what you can start doing there is a few breathing techniques on the way out. So full deep breaths as if you're doing a breathe up um, in the water. So do that before you actually get in the boat. That's uh, quite important. Shrek, what do you do besides uh, breathing up? You do a bit of yoga sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and get my Jay. I do like doing some stretches. Um, you know, your big muscle groups that you're going to flog all day if you're doing a full day's diving, it's great to stretch them out. Get those hammies fully stretched out and your calves particularly. Getting some movement in your ankles and your knees are a good idea because um, you're going to be using them all day and depending on them. Get the blood flow going and, and get relaxed is good. So that's two things I like to do on the way out. 
Um, in the water. So in the water, one of the things we like to do is we drift dive. So we always have a good a good boaty. He's on the on the lookout. So you feel more comfortable in the water. Um, he can plan those drifts for you, and uh, so you're not finning against current. Because as soon as you're finning against current, you get that heart rate up. Your bottom time goes out the window. So that's really really important. Mm. Um, another big one for me is. Having a good dive buddy that's going to watch you, particularly if you're pushing depth, I really like having a dive buddy that's going to watch me. I feel way more comfortable knowing that if something goes wrong, somebody's going to pull me out. That's going to be basically a non-event and, mm. you know, I'm not going to die. Yeah. Um, so that's a huge one for me. Another another big one, and I think it was in our buddy protocol um, post as well, another thing that keeps you relaxed is knowing that your dive buddy is not going to go and uh, snake your fish oh, while you're in your breather. Yeah. Because I often like to shut my eyes during the breather, mm. get like really like – I mean, uh, Manny Bobber talked about going almost asleep on the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. And so like if you're uh, always thinking about your dive buddy uh, going off and snaking your fish while you're doing it, you're not going to relax properly. So Yeah, that's true. So it's important to be a good dive buddy and it's important to have a good dive uh, buddy with you watching you. Sometimes when you're spearfishing too, you're super excited and you're sitting there on the surface thinking about getting down the bottom and shooting that next fish that you saw on your last dive. You're doing your best to sort of hold out and hold you know, a decent amount of surface interval yeah. so you're rested. Yeah. But another thing you can do, close your eyes like Turbo said, but also just focus on releasing all the muscle tension because um, if you're holding muscles like taut, which you do when you're excited, mm. it's uh, you, you're actually consuming... Uh, oxygen there on the surface you're not going to be as relaxed when you finally do take that dive yeah, absolutely and another thing too I know is when if Shrek's doing his breathe up or whatever I often like just to on the surface just put my hand on the back of his head and just sort of stroke the back of his head like that <laughs> he just goes into a nice sort of Deep meditation. It's, it is relaxing too until your hand starts wandering. Oh, mate. And then, uh, it's I'm not, only human. Yeah. It's quite a figure you've got. <laughs> All right. Uh, tip number two. Well, this is another one you can do at the surface. And I mean, this might sound funny because we're talking about all the things you can do before you get in the water. I mean, you're at the surface. You're not even diving yet. But these are the things that will make a difference to you on the bottom. And uh, the next tip's exactly like that. And it's pre-equalizing. So you're laying there on the surface. You've let all your muscle tension go, holding your breath. Um, pre-equalizing will mean that you don't have to reach up to equalize straight after your duck dive. Quite often you can get quite a way down before you're reaching up to um, equalize. So, yeah, I found that one a massive one for me. That's the beauty. That becomes a reflex after a while. So it's important that you, you practice that and then it becomes a reflex. You don't have to think about it. Tip number three, duck dive super smooth. Oh, how important is this? I remember uh, when we did our... Our, not our freediving course, but our freediving training with um, Wayne Judge, he emphasised in a um, in a dive pool how important the duck dive was. And he sort of showed us, I think in a four-metre pool, um, good duck dive technique without any arms, without any, any kicking, just how far we could get ourselves by improving that duck dive. And uh, it was absolutely phenomenal. So basically what you're getting out of a good duck dive is – Three meters on less energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that that is really, really important. It's something to practice in a pool, something to practice with a buddy, and uh, just get those legs up nice and high, nice and straight, bend from the waist, and uh, away you go. Um, you can definitely feel it. I know sometimes when there's a bit of swell or whatever, you can sort of get knocked a little bit when you start your duck dive. Mm. And um, so it's important to kind of keep that 
in mind and I sort of face myself a certain way if I can when I'm doing a duck dive so that, I, that it's nice and straight and yeah. get those three metres at the start. And a couple of kicks along the surface before you bend and go and, and all that energy transfers down and you get down five or six metres without, without kicking at all and uh, like you say, three metres, I like that. Shrek, my diving of late has improved out of sight and do you know why? No. Because I, I picked myself up a copy of 99 Tips to Get Better at Spearfishing. Wow. Is that why your hunting techniques have improved as well? Not just my hunting techniques, my free diving, my breath hold, and my awareness. Wow. You really are a Spiro 2.0. Yes, that's right. I really am a Spiro 2.0, as per Chapter 7, I believe. Spiro <laughs> 2.0. And it's all thanks to... 99 Tips to Get Better at Spearfishing. Now, With... where did I find it, you asked? On Amazon.com. <laughs> That's right. So get on Amazon.com and check it out. But in all seriousness, it's a great book compiled from over 40 contributors. Absolutely fantastic. And you will improve your diving, guaranteed, if you read that book. There's tips there from legends like Rob Allen and Chris Coates out of South Africa to Simon Tripp and uh, some other Aussie guys. Lots of Aussie guys. Lots I think, of Aussie I think guys. there might even be some New Zealanders in there. There's Dwayne Herbert. Dwayne Herbert. Darren Shields. We've got Cameron Kirkconnell. Couple from myself there. I put myself in that same league. Yeah, so look, a Turbo's ones we, we glazed over them. <laughs> and uh, look, I took. I often took ten of Turbo's tips and punched them into one, so you get good value for money. Find it cheap on Amazon.com. Ninety-nine tips to get better at spearfishing. Guys, spearfishing is all about self-improvement. It's about practice, time in the water, and getting better, holding your breath longer. But you know what? Sometimes you can buy a piece of equipment that really lifts your game, and that is a good set of fins. Now, good set of fins, what does it do? It makes you more efficient in the water. They are more reactive. You get more bang for your buck in terms of energy in versus energy out. And the best fins, the fins that we love the most, that are not only super reactive and super efficient, but really strong and are going to last years on your feet, are the Penetrator range. So get over to penetratorfins.com and check out their full range of composite and carbon fiber blades. On top of that, we now have a code for you guys to save $20 off your next set of Penetrator blades. So pump that code in, Noob Spiro, at checkout, and you'll save $20 off. Add to that, Penetrator is now offering a flat rate international shipping of $25 for you, the Noob Spiro listener, and even more, a full international warranty. So get in there now, check out all the great designs, and get yourself a set of Penetrator blades. Tip number four, streamlining. Now, streamlining, there's bulk to streamlining, and uh, free, competitive freedivers, they spend hours and hours analyzing, you know, how they can streamline better. We're spare fishermen, we don't go to that extreme, but there's a few sort of big macro ones that you can work on. One is your profile in the water. And uh, Turbo, you were talking um, earlier uh, about head position. How big was head, head position when you sort of discovered <coughs> Yeah, huge. So... Uh, naturally what you're inclined to do when you start spearfishing is to have your head up almost at sort of a, a 90 degree angle to the body so that you're scanning up with your, your neck sort of cocked up and um, that is, that's terrible streamlining. That, that just catches all that water on the way down like a sail and slows you right down and makes you inefficient. So what you need to do, and once again this has come from our good mate Wayne Judge, is to tuck that head into the chest as uh, as long as you can go, but it's still comfortable. 
and uh, and get all the get your arms in nice and close to the body, and your kicking your kicking's got to be streamlined as well. So you want to keep the kicking within the profile of your body, so not big wide sweeping arcs because every time those knees come out, they start dragging water. So that that's really really important. And I was telling you before, one of the things we did in the pool with Wayne was uh, he got us to swim along with um, our heads up, and you could just feel you could feel it as you're finning. How sort of how how much pressure and how slow you were, and then got us to tuck our heads in and swim along the bottom of the pool, and it was night and day. And yeah. if you're doing that over 30, 40 dives during a day, it really takes its toll. Mm. You, you know what I mean? It's a it's a big advantage to get that streamlining right. Mm. Another one a lot of guys do, especially when they're starting out, is when when you go to equalise. Um, they're putting their, their elbow out on an angle, almost like a right angle. This is, again, it's like a, a sail. It's just pulling you up in the water and stopping you. So if you, when you go to equalise, you know, if you've got your head tucked in nice, you can just move, move just your hand, keep your elbow tucked into your side. This just ensures you minimise your profile and, uh, and, and it just makes it a far, far less effort. Uh, all around and early and equal early and often with equalizing too a lot of guys try and sort of wait till they're starting to feel pain uh, if you're doing a forced equalization um, your body's actually going into stress and you it's going to be consuming more oxygen as well so you're better off early and often so uh, I'll just recap on those uh, points for streamlining so it's head tucked in elbows in Finning nice and narrow inside the profile of the body. Yeah, if you're bending your knees, chances are, I mean, I know Turbo covered it briefly, but you've probably got the wrong foot pockets or the wrong blade stiffness. So you need to uh, make sure you've, you've got fitted out with the right gear because this will help make sure you've got a good finning technique because you can start off with the wrong technique and then you try and change it later on. It's a lot harder exercise. So get started right with your finning technique. A, a good freediving instructor will work on that even in a stage A course with you. Okay, uh, tip number five, gun tuck. So this carries straight on from streamlining. I mean, unlike competitive freedivers, we've got guns. So basically with that gun, you want to get that nice and close into the body. Once again, just goes on the same lines of having your elbows out, get it nice and close to your body, tucked up in front of your chest is where I like to have it, and uh, with the gun going past my head. So if on a deeper dive, that's what I'll be doing. Um it's a lot better than holding the gun out to right angles to your body in one hand. So mm. I like to, to, to have the gun probably uh, two-thirds of the way up um, and nice and close in my body. That's a pretty mm. simple one. Cool. Tip number six, we're finally at the bottom now. Everything else has been before you've even got to the bottom, and it's, it's funny, but these are the improvements you make before to get longer time on the bottom. So once you, once you are on the bottom, uh, if you research the um, – the hunting technique, a spedos, um, you'll learn a lot about how they manoeuvre around on the bottom using their small, you know, smaller muscle groups rather than having to use your legs or your arms to try and, you know, orient yourself. And they'll pull themselves along the bottom using just their hand. And if you've got your buoyancy right, this is pretty easy. Um, another big thing is, like, try not to turn your head all the time or so much. Um, use your eyes to do the work and just just move your head slowly, and you'll spook less fish, save more energy. It's a no-brainer. Um, it is hard, but um, I know like when guys first get a GoPro and it's mounted on their head, they realise how much they move their head. And uh, I mean, there's a lot to see down there, so it's it's completely understandable. But you've just got to sort of get some self control with it. So yeah, no, that's pretty much um, that. Um, we've talked. We we haven't talked about it at length, but um, 
some of the more high-performance freediving guys we've talked to um, do mindfulness and meditation techniques. If you get right into freediving, they, they, they get guys into yoga. Uh, it's just like another level of relaxation and focus, and, um, and obviously that's going to help you extend your bottom time as well. Yeah, I, I'm not too, too into it. I just like to go spearfishing, but the, the one thing that I did learn, I, I did a uh, Apnea Australia course, but the one, one thing I did what, learn was uh, on the surface, relaxing the body, starting at the toes and working up through all the muscles and joints and relaxing every joint and muscle as you go up the body. Mm. And uh, I, I find that really good. Like if, I, if I'm practicing statics in the pool or whatever at the club, that's exactly what I'm doing to loosen up the body and I find that helps helps a lot. Yeah, man. All right, and we've got some uh, some next steps. Like, if you are interested in improving your breath hold, or if you're a guy that's just starting out, um, there's a couple of online courses where you can get a twenty percent discount by using our code. Now, the um, courses are available at howtofreedive.com. There are two courses available. One is the ten meter or thirty feet freediver, which is just a real basic sort of course. Um, teaches a lot of the fundamentals like like we've talked about streamlining and equalizing goes into a lot more depth though pete delivers video training it's just a guided course walks you through it gives you all the fundamentals you need to know to get yourself down to 10 meters yep. and if you do this course it's great for just finding out whether or not spearfishing's for you because uh, once you get to 10 meters then you really know whether or not spearfishing is a sport for you and uh, the other course i'll leave let turbo yeah, talk so about the, it. the other one's the five minute free diver and that's basically a uh it's a one-month training program, uh, dry training program, so you can do it safely um, at home without training partners, which is really handy for anyone that's uh, starting out or anyone that just hasn't got training partners on hand all the time or a pool. So it's uh, one month. It's guided training. It runs you through O2 tables, CO2 tables, the the fundamentals when um, tra- training for apnea and freediving, which you know is just what you need for spearfishing basically. Um, and it's got it's got all the spreadsheets and tables to put in your progress and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, the aim is to get up to a five minute static breath hold um, in a month's time. It's really good. Basically, you know, you get that sort of uh, CO two taste in the mouth, and you, you really <laughs> really pushes you. And uh, yeah. it actually makes your diving a lot more comfortable. I remember last year when you first did it, you were doing it uh, for the Cato Reef trip, which yeah. is when we reached out to Pete. But you got some big results out of it then. Yeah, no, what it was really handy for was um, shooting like emperor species. So like holding static breath holds on the bottom and dusting up sand and grinding up stuff and just trying to get um, things like um, big eye sea brim and emperor species in closer because it's a real waiting game. You sort of wait them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, jobfish can be like that too if yeah, you're not using yeah. burly. Yeah. So it was um that was really really good. I'm glad I did it and it actually it, it was a definite advantage. Mm. Yep. Um, so yeah, check out Pete's courses at howtofreedive.com. Um, you can just try the courses for free. He's got, they're called tested, tasters, Taste, I think. Free taster. So but basically, like you get the first couple of days of the training course and you, you'll you get an idea whether or not you like it. And uh, if you do decide to purchase it, pump in the code name Spiro, save 20%, pretty 20%. easy. Um, Thanks, Pete Rolder. Yeah, another thing guys can do if they are starting out, we thoroughly recommend doing a Stage A freediving course or even better, one of the um, specialist spearfishing workshops that several instructors have developed. But um, these things are just designed to give you all the basics. And and one of the biggest things is learning how to conduct a rescue on your mates if they black out. Um, but you learn you learn heaps of oh, stuff. Yeah. Like uh, a good freediving instructor will have your finning technique banging. Uh, you, you will learn the basics of um, streamlining and... and um, you know, getting your buoyancy right and all these sorts of things. Stage A freediving course cannot go past it. So absolutely, basic physiology, the whole lot. It's excellent. Mm. 
Yep, and uh, and you practice the static and duck diving and all this sort of stuff as well. It's a bloody good, good bloody idea. good idea. You know, look. So we've delivered you up six tips to get uh, to, to to improve your bottom time. Um, like we said in the start, they they're not they might they might not be the secret sauce like a big breathing technique, but they're just like little conscious things that you can work on to improve your bottom time, which will eventually happen. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to today's six tips to increase your bottom time. Hope you got a lot out of it and you can apply some of those practically to your own diving. Just one final word of advice, don't try and do them all at once, just just pick one and really hone in on it and uh, dial that in and get it done. We've also got that Easter sale coming up for Adreno, so head over to spearfishing.com.au from the 25th of March, save some dough on gear, pump in the code name Spiro to save even more and uh, it's a no-brainer. So spearfishing.com.au for that. Look, we're heading over to South Africa for the next episode to talk with Noel Cameron. He owns a charter operation over there and he's taking people out line fishing and spearfishing all the time. He's got some really insights into diving in thermoclines. Um, we, we, we do a deep dive for his veterans vault into one particular species. It's very interesting. He's got a couple of interesting boat stories about losing some boats and we have a good chuckle with him. So yeah, tune in next week. Thanks for leaving us those reviews, guys. I know it's a pain in the ass to get on there and um, leave those reviews. The process is pretty hard, so I really appreciate you um, leaving us reviews. Thanks. Catch ya. Guys, head on over to penetratorfins.com. They are proud sponsors of today's Noob Spiro podcast. We're happy to announce a code you can use to save yourself $20 on any blade purchase. That's right, save $20, pump in the code Noob Spiro. Check out penetratorfins.com. Save yourself some dough on some fins and get yourself some of the best fins going with $25 flat rate international shipping and a full international warranty. Larry's the man. Thanks, Penetrator. Thank you for joining us on today's show. As always, we've had a blast recording it. And as we all know, every good Spiro needs a good supplier of good equipment. Now, you can find that good equipment at spearfishing.com.au. That's right, our show sponsor, Adreno. Their online store can be found at spearfishing.com.au. And if you use the code NoobSpear at checkout, you'll save yourself $20 on all purchases over $200. So get online and check those guys out. Now, if you'd like to connect with us further, do yourself a favor and get on our email newsletter that is full of the happenings and goings on around Noob Spiro, and it's got some great deals in there for you as well. Now, if you are a hardcore fan, or just a fan, or you need a new shirt, go to noobspiro.com and check out our range of shirts. We've got some great stuff there from sizes from Turbo to Shrek. Turbo! To Shrek. Yep, and everything in between. And Shrek, what can they do if they want to become truly better at spearfishing? Go to Amazon.com, get your hands on our ebook, 99 Tips to Get Better at Spearfishing. It's actionable information drawn from over 10 years spearfishing experience between Turbo and I, and some of the best information we've learned from more than 40 interviews from spearfishing experts around the world. Also, guys, just quickly, leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. It helps other people find the show. Thanks for listening today. Look forward to getting in your ears again in another fortnight. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you get a couple of PBs this week.